and welcome to this Endo Life episode 164. I'm Jessica Duffin, I'm an Endo Warrior, an Endo Health Coach, and this podcast is all about living and thriving with endometriosis. As always, this podcast is here for educational purposes only. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to my lovely sponsors at BU. And I wanted to tell you about their new bath bombs, which are naturally made and contain beautiful essential oils. And their peppermint and eucalyptus essential oils um, bath bomb is doing so well right now with the endometriosis community. They're getting loads of feedback about it. And, you know, if you love the patches themselves you're going to love the bath bombs because essentially it's (laughs) the patch in a bath bomb um so you know if you're on your period or if you're in pain you could have a bath with some of the bath bombs or one of them I don't know you could have multiple if you want um and then yeah get out the bath maybe rub in some cbd balm and put your patch on top, which is um, what a lot of people are feeding back that they're doing. So um, I would love to do that, but um, I don't have a bath, so I can't. But if you have a bath, um, then, you know, I think these new bath bombs could be a lovely way to help alleviate some of your pain. So if you'd like to check them out, you can go to BU, which is buonline.co.uk, And you can also order them from anywhere in the world on cultbeauty.co.uk and they deliver worldwide. So guys, sorry that the episodes are all over the place um, this week in terms of the release dates, but I've had a wedding, Chris's birthday, the first week of the course. So there's been a lot to navigate um, and I'm in the middle of trying to get multiple diagnoses for myself so it's been a lot going on but I hope that you're still finding them useful. So today's episode is another snippet from my course the Endobelly at the Endobelly course and I wanted to do it because I was going to record a session uh, record a podcast episode on Ehlers-Danlos syndrome but actually all of the information is in this recording that I've already got. So what I've decided to do is share this recording as an introduction to Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome because I've been talking about it a lot um, on Instagram about this sort of connection with pelvic pain conditions and endometriosis and SIBO. And then what I'm hoping to do, I'm just sort of talking to them at the moment, is to have an expert on the show to talk about Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And then I am also having a patient with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, endometriosis and SIBO coming on the show to talk about her experience with it. So this is the beginning of a bit of a series really and is just a introduction to the condition, the science and the links between endo and EDS and SIBO. So I hope that you find this uh, mini episode helpful and I'm looking forward to talking about EDS more in future episodes. Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is a group of 13 conditions which all affect connective tissue, which is collagen, in the body. Most are rare, but one type called hypermobility EDS is common. Because the intestines are made from soft tissue, EDS affects digestion and often causes IBS symptoms. It's a major risk factor for developing SIBO because it slows down motility. 
If you have EDS and SIBO, you will be chronic, but you can still live well. And we'll get to that in the bonus lesson with Dr. Alison Seebecker. And just to hammer this point home with a connection between EDS and IBS, one study of 228 IBS patients found that 48% also had EDS. Now, the reason why I want to bring EDS to your attention is because I'm seeing it more and more in my clients with both endometriosis and SIBO. Now, despite the statistics that you can see, to my knowledge, most experts do not consider EDS and endometriosis to be significantly connected. At present, it's thought that most of the period pain and menstrual problems of those with EDS is not caused by endometriosis, but the EDS itself. However, I have spoken to multiple healthcare practitioners who do see a connection and they often see the two conditions together in patients. And because EDS can cause gut problems and SIBO, I think it's worth raising here. So here's an overview of what we know so far. Current estimation is that 6 to 23% of patients with EDS also have endometriosis and more research has been done into the connection at present. 32 to 77% of those with EDS have vulvodynia or pain with sex. 33 to 75% have heavy menstrual bleeding and 73 to 93% have painful periods. And here are some of the main symptoms of EDS, though there are many and they are often far reaching and you do not have to have all of them to have EDS. Joint pain and full body pain, hypermobility, which can be very subtle, stretchy skin, soft velvety skin, bruising easily, dislocation of joints, chronic fatigue and dental crowding. And I want to include some signs or clues of EDS as well. Unusual symptoms that seem random, so people with EDS often feel like they have a lot of symptoms and they never really feel well and the doctors just can't connect the dots. There might be a family history of hypermobility and again, this might be very subtle. They might have no idea. So I'm hypermobile. I had no idea. I seem like the stiffest, tightest person in the world and I'm going to explain why in the next point. So tight, you might have tight muscles and stiffness, and this is because your joints are unstable. And so the muscles overcompensate and as a result are often stiff and tight to try and create some stability in the body. So you might not think you're flexible, but you actually still have hypermobility in your joints. You might have allergies, and this is because MCAS is you know, now being identified as a co-condition of EDS. MCAS is when the mast cells which release histamine are overly sensitive and easily triggered, resulting in a higher amount of histamine being released on a daily basis. MCAS still isn't widely acknowledged by conventional medicine, but many functional and naturopathic doctors are leading the way with this. MCAS is now showing up in the research as being a likely co-condition of Ehlers-Danlos syndrome as part of a trio with another condition called postural tachycardia syndrome. You might have low blood pressure or dizziness, and that's because EDS often comes with something called dysautonomia, which I'm going to talk about in a moment. And you might have racing, a racing heart or palpitations, and that's due to the type of dis, due to a type of dysautonomia, which I mentioned earlier, called POTS. And you might have IBS because that because of how EDS affects the gut. So following on from that, I just wanted to provide a bit more education around dysautonomia in case you have the signs. 
Dysautonomia is a group of conditions that affect the autonomic nervous system, which controls involuntary functions of the body. Postural tachycardia syndrome, or POTS, is one of these conditions, and it's part of that trio mentioned earlier of EDS, MCAS, and POTS. And it affects blood flow and blood pressure in the body, so that too little blood is getting to the heart, and the heart rate increases when you go from sitting or lying down to standing. So some symptoms of dysautonomia are blood sugar dysregulation, low blood pressure and fainting, chest pain, breathing issues, palpitations, a racing heart, gut problems and bladder problems, dizziness, balance difficulties or vertigo, and struggling to regulate your temperature. And I'll take you through some ways to get tested in the next lesson. Now, I know that this might sound scary, but if you do get a diagnosis, you can manage these symptoms long term and your quality of life will dramatically improve. So getting diagnosed is actually really helpful. And just because I found this personally quite helpful, I wanted to share this. EDS specialist Dr. Elena Guggenheim sees loose joints, joint pain and dysautonomia as the main signs and symptoms of hypermobility EDS. Diagnosis for EDS is best done through a rheumatologist, but reportedly this is more frequently being performed by GPs these days. If you can't get a referral on the NHS, if you're based in the UK, then I think the best route would be to buy an affordable health insurance and get referred to an EDS specialist. I think that would be safest because not all GPs are fully versed in diagnosing EDS and I've come up against a couple of barriers with my clients. For hypermobility EDS, diagnosis is based on a physical test called the Byton score, which looks at the range of mobility in your joints, as well as issues like teeth overcrowding. Family and patient history should also be taken into account and signs of co-conditions like allergies and dizziness. It's worth noting here that you can still have hypermobility EDS if you don't score highly on the Byton score. There is a link to it in the slides, but it does have some confusing terminology and it's not to be used as a tool for diagnosis without a doctor. So please don't self-diagnose. Genetic testing will also be carried out to rule out for more rare forms of EDS. Now POTS is tested for by testing your heart rate and your blood pressure when going from sitting to standing and lying down. Um, And it's done on a tilted table. You'll need to speak to your GP to get referral. And if you test positive for EDS and you have signs of dysautonomia, even if it's just fatigue, I do think it's worth looking into this. Other tests may also be run to look for the other types of dysautonomia. Just a reminder that this episode is sponsored by BU. These natural patches last for 12 hours, so they bring you prolonged relief and can begin working on relaxing your muscles before the pain kicks in, so you're prepared even if your period comes during the middle of the day. Some people even find that wearing them a night before their period can really help soothe the inflammation in the area. To shop, just head to the link in my show notes. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about what I do or read more on endometriosis and living well with it, um, you can head to my Instagram page, which is this underscore endolife. Um, You can head to my website, which is www.thisendolife.com. And 
You can also get um, a free guide to managing endometriosis naturally on my website. Um, I've put the link in my show notes. It's a beginner's guide to getting started on all of the areas that I um, have worked on to help reduce my endometriosis symptoms and pain and live well with endometriosis. As always, if you like this show, please rate, review and or subscribe really truly does help others to hear the podcast and hopefully will help them to live better with endometriosis. This episode was produced by The Pod Farm. Whether you're an established podcaster or just getting started, visit thepodfarm.com to see how they can help you go from an idea to a finished show that's ready to be heard by the world. (laughs) 